Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of The Feeding Frenzy. And on this edition, we are going back to the regularly scheduled collection of goodies that I normally share, and we'll get right into it with Worth Listening. This week, we have two podcasts. The first podcast is I Can Make That Work, Reignited American Industry from the Jocko Podcast. He is joined by his business partner, Pete Roberts. Pete is the founder of Origin USA, and they have a long-form discussion on all the different things that Origin went through in the last year pertaining to the pandemic and all of the lessons learned with being a manufacturing company that builds and manufactures everything in the United States. Brief primer here is if you're moderately well-versed, you know that China and many developing countries are now manufacturing powerhouses. Most developing countries will outsource most of their manufacturing to one of those nations. Even as a student, a common theme was that nothing is made here anymore because it costs too much money. At its core, I believe America is a nation of builders. If given a reason, we can manufacture again. Just as when Ford started his car company, it was due to the job demand that ushered in the middle class, which led to much of the home innovation in the 1920s. Or, during World War II, we outproduced everyone else because our lives depended on it. And I think this podcast serves as a small step into giving this nation a reason to roll up its sleeves once again. The second podcast is Adam Grant, Rethinking Your Position from the Knowledge Project podcast from Farnham Street. Adam Grant is a professor of psychology at the Wharton School of the University of Pennsylvania and the author of five books, including his most recent release, the New York Times bestseller, Think Again. He also serves as host of the Work Life podcast, a TED original. There were two key ideas that really stuck with me in this, and they kind of overlap, but one is more work-related and one is more life-related. In too many organizations, people are counted as successful if they get a good result and as having failed if they get a bad result. I think this is cannot be understated because it goes to why I'm such a believer in routines and systems and, and trying to create a map of what you do and measure how you do it. That's why I love wearables because it creates a feedback loop. And a lot of times people would just get lucky and they get recognized for being lucky, but those who try really hard and have a good system in place but don't have good results immediately get thrown to the side. I think we really need to do a better job of what it means to have good and bad results. We need more resolution on what that means. The second point is think about how much time you spend in your life preaching. And this is probably more common now than it ever has been, but there's so many people who have a base that they will find a truth or what they think is truth and will argue for that no matter what. You see this in diets. You see this in workout styles. You see this in supplements you should or shouldn't take. You see this in lifestyle choices you shouldn't do or do continue to do. I think the problem is, is that when you choose to politic, it's you're saying I've got a base and people are who I'm trying to curry favor with. So I have got to campaign for their approval and support. Moving on to worth reading, we have a somewhat different article, but more in the histories and life sciences. It's fossilized footprints push back humans on North America to 23,000 years ago. I found a first source from the National Park Service. So over the last weekend, 
Articles were circulated about new fossilized human footprints that were found in the White Sands National Park. The latest research confirms that humans have been in North America for much longer than previously thought. Searching for another source on how far this pushed back the arrival of humans to the continent, I found an article titled The Fertile Shore from the Smithsonian Magazine, previously recorded dates around 20,000 years ago in British Columbia's Quandra Island. And doing a quick Google Maps, the distance between both these places is roughly 2,000 miles. To me, this adds more questions about how humans had migrated, and if they'd already gone as far south as New Mexico, could there have been a human population that settled in South America even longer? And the other part of this that I'm thinking of just right now is this also leads some doubt as to the extinction of the megafauna in North America, such as the woolly mammoth. One popular theory is that most of those uh, animals went extinct because humans overhunted them. And if we coexisted for, with them around 10,000 years longer than previously anticipated, could there have been a different reason for their extinction? Or more than one reason for their extinction? Worth watching is kind of pushing to the future. So we went to the past, and now we're going to go to the future with the video I'm about to share. VFX artist reveals how many solar panels are needed to power the entire world, from the Corridor crew, but specifically Ren. This video is incredibly well done in highlighting the issue that is energy consumption. The reason I find it good is that it highlights how the scope of the problem is not as simple as some other sources tend to make it. And what I really liked is the message at the end of it is Ren says the way we get to the solar punk future we should be aiming for, or rather just a away from fossil fuel future, we need more engineers to be working on the hard problems that we don't have clear answer for today. As he said in the video, most solar panels are about 20% efficient, which is good, but it needs to be better. And not only that, is we need better storage options for capturing that energy so that we can use it when we need to, because unfortunately, the sun is not always shining. So we also need ways to store more energy than what we currently need it really does a good job of showing and telling at the same time to give those who don't have the technical knowledge to understand all of it a way to visualize the complexity here. Last but not least, I will leave you with a quote worth pondering. And this quote is from George Luis Borges, a writer, and I believe generally all persons must think that whatever happens to him or her is a resource. All things have been given to us for a purpose. And an artist must feel this more intensely. All that happens to us, including our humiliations, our misfortunes, our embarrassments, all is given to us as raw material, as clay, so that we may shape our art. That will wrap up this edition of The Feeding Frenzy. Thank you all for joining me, and you can find previous editions of The Feeding Frenzy on YouTube, on the website, or as podcasts on the platform of your choosing, and you can also find our main podcast, Feeding Curiosity, on all platforms as well. And as always, I would hope that if you find any of these interesting or have other things to share in related to these topics or topics that you find interesting yourself, please feel free to share them with me either in the comment section. With that, everyone, have a great rest of your week, and I will see you all in the next edition.